Hi everyone and welcome to episode 128 of Final Fantasy Union. I'm your host Daryl and I'm here with Lauren. Hi guys! And today we have a guest. Ooh. He's known on YouTube as the Final Fantasy Peasant, <laughs> but actually we know him better as Jake Brown. <laughs> hey Jake. What's good my fellow peasants and FF Unioners I guess? Uni- unionists? Unioners? <laughs> So you, you've got to tell me, how, why did you or how did you come up with the name Final Fantasy Peasant? Because um, I'm a working class, low end, earning <laughs> pauper, really. That's it. That's about it. Oh. <laughs> there wasn't much imagination went into it. I just looked at my sorry state of affairs around amazing. the house and thought, yep, I'm a peasant. <laughs> That's it. Not only that, I'm a Final I'm a Fantasy, Final Fantasy, Fantasy one. peasant, yeah. <laughs> so you've been doing the channel now for what, like, it's over six months now, uh, isn't it? Well, I... I kind of posted my first ever video so six months it was around uncovered but then i kind of only got into it seriously about three months ago so that's when the tinfoil hat came on and the theories came out and yeah so i'd say sort of three <laughs> months seriously so for anyone who's interested like what kind of videos do you do oh, on your channel oh crazy i'd just say all about the hype all about the hype um tinfoil hat theories so really just trying to break down what we're seeing in Final Fantasy XV, what I think is going on in the story. Um, put my own spin on it, my own take, and just getting people hyped for the upcoming game. That's all I'm about, really. I'm the hype man. I'm Square Enix's hype man. I do believe I read a comment on one of your uh, theory videos where it said, Jake, this theory is so absolutely crazy, but somehow it still makes sense. I think, I think that's <laughs> like, about 80% of, of my comments. one of the implausible things. That's, that's about... <laughs> <laughs> There are some really good ones, though, like especially about like the logo and that kind of stuff as well. It's really, really interesting. I like the stuff. Norse ones. I think, I think, yeah, oh, those I think are cool there's so too. much Norse mythology going down in this game, which makes sense with sort of being FF13. Like, there was so much of it in the previous yeah. games. Um, I just hope I'm right about them all because otherwise I'm going to look like such a fool. <laughs> People come back and be like, you're wrong, peasant. I, I think if I'm wrong on it more than 50% of my videos. I think I promised people I'm just going to shut my channel down <laughs> and I have to, I'm going to have to stick <laughs> to that promise, I think. Disappear. Oh, well, if you're interested in uh, Final Fantasy conspiracy theories or just theories in general, then uh, feel free to head over to Jake's channel, Final Fantasy Peasant on YouTube. Uh, today, we've actually got some uh, interesting things to talk about because oh my literally, gosh, yeah. probably about two hours ago, well, it was probably about 10 hours ago in literal terms, yeah. but we started posting about two hours because that's when we kind of woke up and were ready for the day. Final Fantasy 15 is potentially being delayed, so that's going to be our first no! topic. And then we, we have... <laughs> <laughs> it's not Christ. true! We have our second topic. We have our second topic, which is talking about sequels for Final Fantasy and whether or not they're good or bad. Mm. and we have some questions we have some questions for once <laughs> yay, yay questions so for you new folks who are listening for the first time Final Fantasy Union is part of a podcast series called Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union and it's presented by the Gaming Union Network we have a new show every Tuesday working in rotation with Kingdom Hearts Union and we come on iTunes FinalFantasyUnion.com and YouTube.com forward slash FFUnionVids you can ask for Patreon shout outs now so this is for anyone who's pledged over $2.50 on our Patreon but you can pledge $1 to get our exclusive Please Be Excited episode I think this this next one we're going to have an update from Brandon hmm. about his life in Japan yes mm. which is very very interesting yeah so it's time for the shout outs Lauren I'll let you kick it off <gasps> alright so we got Barry Norton at Nortron Zero then we got Christian Tonsom at Orbits Gaming Christian Burge then we have Jeremy Josh McNabb at J2K9 Lewis James. Satria Daya Sudama at Satria625 Ruben. Then we have Skylar Loveless. 
Tiger Crane at Papu Milkshake. William Trengove at Von Estiaxia. Chris Morales. Harley Crawley at Dark Zed T Okami. Michael Graham. Thorin Bullen at Massacre 23. Zach Duranto at Zed Duranto 58. Alex Troutman at Akira Namjin. Billy Jackson at underscore Billy Jackson. Genesis Alejandro at Junisan7. Jason Rivera at Neo Archaic. Joseph Robertson at PKMN Trainer J, so Pokemon Trainer J. <laughs> Keith Field at The Mighty Keith. Chris Russell at The Ninja Max. Manning Franks at Like underscore Peyton. Mike Shirley Donnelly at Curious Quail. Muhammad Quayam. Nico Gonzalez at Nick underscore Nack 95. Vitanitas at V underscore Tron 5000. Zelda Clone at Apes Type Novels. Zero Yano at Dearly Oblivion. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Yeah. Yay. All right, so now we're going to go on to our topic, which Jake is already very upset about. <sighs> yes. Uh, it's that... The, Chopping at the bit. The big rumour that Final Fantasy XV has been delayed. Lies. All of them. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> so this all came to a head because Gamenesia, who actually are, I believe, affiliated with one of the big Zelda websites, mm. um, they posted up a rumour saying that they'd heard from a source within GameStop management that Final Fantasy XV would be delayed until the 29th of... Of November. Mm. Ooh, they, so they believe that um, from their source, who they said has been very reputable in the past over n- numerous other um, stuff coming out of GameStop, uh, that new marketing collateral has been delivered to various GameStops with a new release date on it, and that they're not allowed to uh, talk about it or put the new collateral out until after the 14th of August which the podcast will be out by then, so we'll see if this rumour is even true. Hmm. Um, this at, at the time that we were talking about this, uh, these other people have kind of corroborated on this. So Gamatsu, who of course broke the Final Fantasy original release date for, uh, prior to Uncovered. they also, I believe they're also the ones that broke about Platinum Demo. Uh, and then some other prominent NeoGAF conspirators who also have their media sources have pretty much said that this is this is true that as far as they're concerned i did i did not know any yeah. of that and i can just officially say you've put in the fear of god into me <laughs> oh dear. Oh. i'm sorry jake oh, wow i took i took a week off work i've booked the week off work for 15 what am i gonna do guys <laughs> you can just get some sun <laughs> no. get some rays never <laughs> no. i mean some people have said that they've contacted gamestop stores and they've all denied it which to be honest, is like, is it, what, what else did you expect? Like, I mean, yeah. Like, it, it would be like, okay, can, um, GameStop, I don't know, New York, can you just confirm that Final Fantasy 15 has been delayed? Yeah, sure, no worries. And then, like, everyone's going to report that this store and this person just said it's going to be delayed. That guy would be in for a world of pain. <laughs> I know. Like, that's the thing, you know? Like, if they actually, like, came down, I'm, I'm sure GameStop is in, like, complete lockdown right now. Like, just, oh, yeah. If anybody speaks. It's, it's interesting. What do you think like, they are saying instead? Do you think they're just saying we don't know, or it's not delayed, or I, I mean, people are posting up pictures of the original release date collateral, but yeah. I, it's hard to know when these pictures came from. Like they could have been out for a while because everyone's known the release date for a while. Yeah. So, like, if someone's posting a picture of Final Fantasy 15 stand, it doesn't really mean anything because yeah. the release date's been known for what, like four months now. Yeah. Yeah, no, it doesn't actually mean anything. But no, I, I, everyone's just saying that they've denied it. Yeah, so, yeah, and GameStop 
yeah, they haven't released any official statements. And they don't have the best track record either. No. I mean, the No Man's Sky thing, which is where everyone's going to point to, was where Kotaku broke the fact that No Man's Sky was going to be delayed. And then the, got death threats. Yeah, I mean, the person who wrote that story ended up getting death threats, like legitimate death threats. Like, he just got it's absolutely just lynched. ridiculous. And then it tur- GameSpot obviously denied everything, and then it turned out that it was actually true. And it's just like, How wow. long was that delayed for back then? I think that was a couple of weeks. The anger that's right. going to be off the back of this, if it's true, oh, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Oh God, it's going to yeah. be so interesting crazy. because there's, yeah. there's a lot of people who are angry for the, the reason that you have. Uh, you mentioned that with the holiday time. So people are working retail jobs. You know, it's very difficult for them to take time off close to Christmas. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because I, I can just reschedule. So I'm kind of exaggerating a bit. Um, but the way, I, the way I see it, it's been 10 years. It's been 10 years. I think if there's a legitimate reason for this delay, um, I think for me personally, I can get on board with it. I've waited this long. Yeah. I can wait a little bit longer. But I, I understand why that's not the same for everyone. Uh, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I mean, people are saying, obviously, there's the whole adage, of, would you rather the game came out slightly early and it wasn't really what you expected? I mean, games get delayed all the time. Uncharted it's 4 true. was supposed to come out, obviously, last year. It got delayed to this year. Is anyone really upset about that fact? No. no. At the end of the day, the game is still fantastic. People exactly. are fine. I'm just irritated, and it's a personal reason, but my daughter is turning one on November 29th, so I'm just kind of like, could you have chosen like, any She'll other day? She'll understand, Lauren. She will understand. <laughs> if, the game, if the game is a failure, she will not understand. She'll be like, you, no, you she won't. For, she won't for 12 forever. years, but when she's 12 and she plays her first Final Fantasy game, she'll look back and she'll be like, yep, now I understand why you abandoned my first birthday. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we'll just have pictures of just her kind of just looking out the window while we're playing Final <laughs> Fantasy in the corner hello oh Ali oh, so question for you guys um, obviously they've they've said that it's well if the rumour is true it's going to be delayed by two months to the 29th of November um, do you feel that this is a better option than delaying it to the next year Um, I don't know because when is Persona 5 coming out? So Persona 5 is coming out on the 15th of September in Japan, mm. but in the West it's coming out in the middle of February. I mean, looking at what we've got in November, Call of Duty, Dishonored 2, Watch Dogs, Gravity Rush, South Park, The Fractured Hole, Dead Wild. I mean, it's not too competitive. Yeah. And uh, like by that point, every single... I mean, the, I guess the difficulty is that by that point, every single game, major game of this year will pretty much be out. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you were thinking maybe, because I don't know if it's really a case anymore where people can only maybe afford one game during mm-hmm. that period, maybe they would have thought, oh, this game's come out sooner, I'm not going to wait for 15 anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. true. But on the other side, it now makes it a very viable Christmas present. Yeah, that's the thing that I was thinking. I was thinking, like, it's probably better that they keep it in this year, if only because, yeah, they can at least get some last-minute shoppers. I mean... There's going to be parents out there looking for a present to get their kids and there's this huge game coming up and it's an easy option for them, really. The other thing is that, and it's I'm kind of sad about it, but as Europeans, we typically get Final Fantasy games in February, March. Mm. It would have been nice. Well, I just thought this means I'll be playing Final Fantasy 15 as I'm opening my advent calendar. That'd be quite nice. <laughs> very true. <laughs> So I get a Final Fantasy game plus a chocolate. This is amazing. That will ease the pain. Maybe, oh, you just come up with a great marketing opportunity for them. Final Fantasy 15 oh, Advent Calendar. Oh, that yeah. is the perfect flip. That is the perfect flip. 
Yes, they should do that. <laughs> they can include it in the Ultimate Collector Edition as a. Okay. Yeah. You, just, you just open yeah, a door and just like a little chocolate. chocolate umbral, and Prina will pop out. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be amazing. So, I guess the first thing that we thought about when we heard this was obviously, oh crap. But then it was, well, this actually means that World of Final Fantasy is now going to come uh, up before. <laughs> I know, and it's been announced before. But that's a problem, it. guys, because, I mean, it's World crazy. of Final Fantasy, they're saying it's going to be over 100 hours just the mainline story alone i'm not even gonna have that completed come sort of late november and i mean we kind of discussed on a previous episode but there is a growing kind of sense that people are getting more like with all the kind of faux pas that are happening with 15 around like the dlc that which has been the most recent one then a king's tale and like all this other crap that's going around the debacle that is their pre-order system um, people are kind of switching on to World of Final Fantasy because that seems to be going very smoothly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, if World of Final Fantasy does come out beforehand and people enjoy it, like I, I reckon that's going to diminish the hype around 15. World of Final Fantasy was just going to be such a, a sort of nice follow-on and sort of a nice, happy gear shift. Yeah, it's like, oh, 15's brought everyone back in. Here's like a, another game like to get you straight well, back into I, it. I really thought that 15's yeah. going to be quite dark and sort of angsty, and then World of Final Fantasy would have been sort of a nice uplift. Now if it's back to front, I'm just going to be sort of miserable around December, especially if Luna dies or Noctis <laughs> dies or Regis dies. Someone's oh dying. I just feel it in my bones. Um, so I'll be sad around Christmas. That's not good. Aww. You'll have a blue Christmas because of Final <laughs> Fantasy. Oh. Yeah, no, it will. It will sort of leave you really, really sad. But yeah, how are you supposed to get through World of Final Fantasy before it? As yeah, well? there's just not enough time for I it. I think the hundred hours claim is 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 dubious still. Yeah, possibly. I mean, like, come on, there was like a hundred hours of main story quest stuff, and like, yeah, do, do you even want to play that long? I might want to stay in Chibi Land. I don't know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. I mean, game developers always make these claims about like how much content. It depends on how snuggly like, the characters are. I still are. remember when uh, Kojima said that Metal Gear Solid Three you could play for an infinite amount of time, which technically is true. You can just walk around in the jungle <laughs> and do nothing and pro- do no progression. Like it's true though. Like how do they justify that? Like how do they justify you know this is how many hours it takes? Oh, I'm just gonna stand <laughs> here. I'm gonna go get a Coke. I'm gonna go get my Doritos. Oh my god, 100 hours left. He was like, yeah, you could like live in the jungle and come back a week later and it would be slightly different. But, but why would you want to do that? Like, <laughs> it's just a, such a ridiculous statement. Because you can. Um, okay, right, I've got a conspiracy theory here for oh, you guys. Oh, we're on my subject um, now. This is my kind of jam. Hit me. Yeah, so, Hit me. Um, <laughs> my time to shine. Someone mentioned, and obviously the PlayStation 4 Neo, which is a thing, there's a press conference that Sony have set up on the 7th of September. Mm. Now, this is my line of thinking here. You may think I'm crazy, and I'm going to put my take <laughs> on it. Since E3 showed that Square Enix are kind of beholden to Sony in some way because they did the whole crappy, oh, we're going to use PlayStation VR, yeah. which they really didn't need to. Oh, and oh is- God, it just reminds me of that. The shiver that ran down my spine. Do, do, you, do you feel that, as, as a super conspiracy theory here, that um, if the PlayStation 4 Neo is going to come out, let's say, around the 29th of November... Um, that they've asked them to push it so they can be a launch title. Oh. <laughs> it's not a bad oh, shout. Oh, it's not a bad shout, really? but that's horrible. That would really be horrible I if know. that is it. Because I, I can't understand... I can understand a delay, but why two months? That is just... That makes no sense. And because of that. If the PlayStation Neo comes around... The, that around is the that best time, explanation. Like, is... I, can't, I can't think of any other... Like, it, 
it, wow. if they do a PS4 Neo bundle or anything like mm. that, it just seems very. It's going to seem very suspicious. I, yeah, I never use will. this word, Definitely. and I hate when it gets used, and I disagree with it when it gets used ninety percent of the time. But I would actually be the one who would say sell out. I would actually use the word sell out if yeah. they do that. I will be so disappointed yeah. if that is what is going down. Um, so that would be the yeah. first time I ever use the word sell out. That's just a tin hat theory, though, guys. Yeah, Don't take yeah, no, no, no. I've never that. wanted a theory to be so wrong before. <laughs> it'd be another, but that's the other thing as well. It'd be another pre-order thing. Like, how yeah. many freaking pre-order different deals does this game have to have? How do you even choose what pre-order to go with? I mean, yeah, aren't there like you've got the normal There's pre-order, like you've seven. got the King's Tale pre-order, which is retail exclusive. You've got the Deluxe Edition, you've got the Ultimate Collect Edition, then you've got the Digital Edition, then you've got the Digital Premium Edition. Like, am I missing anything no. here? Six no. at the moment. And possibly if there is um, a, a, That's a stretch. combination, yeah. There's, there's, got, there's bound to be a PS4 bundle though, right? Yeah, definitely. I, I would have thought so. In Japan, at least. There'll probably be a, yeah. a, a Final Fantasy fifteen PS4. But yeah, so that's like, it's, that's like six right there. Uh, <laughs> How are you supposed to choose where you throw well, your money I, I kind of thought it was good when it first started because it's kind of things like, oh, if you order this, you'll get this Regalia skin. And if you order this, you'll get this skin. I thought, oh, yeah, that's really cool. You can sort of pick. But now they've kind of made it sloppy and they've kind of sort of punished yeah, so if some you get people. This one, you get this extra game. And now. If you get this one, you get this season pass. Oh, yeah, just, you know, in. a small season pass, you know, just get that. <laughs> I wonder if there's anyone who's like bought all of them who's just like, oh, oh some people will. I'll do this. Oh, I'll do that. I, I know there are some people that, because of a King's Tale, are buying two copies of the game. Oh, my God. Because at the moment, I mean, at the moment, they haven't said you can get King's Tale any other way. No, it's true. So if you want to play that game, the only way you can do it is if you get a pre-order from Game or GameStop. And so if you want all the other stuff from the Ultimate Clex Edition, so you don't really have a choice. Damn it, Square Enix, I'm poor. Come on. <laughs> even, wor- even worse than all of, uh, Carbuncle Surprise, how that was just um, sort of just in North America. What was that about? That really disappointed me. I kind of thought Square Enix's marketing team were doing really well, um, but some of their latest calls sort of made me feel a bit underwhelmed. I mean, I to, to, to kind of round this out, okay, so we did a, a, a poll where we asked people how they thought about this. <laughs> and I um, said, I just want to eat. I voted for yeah, that. So I we had a couple of different options. Um, <laughs> I thought it was good. The first one is for anyone who, like me, likes to combine the world of mixed martial arts and Final Fantasy. It was a, a play on uh, Nate Diaz. Mm. I'm not surprised. Um, and then we just did the classic, it sucks. Uh, only 21% of people said they didn't really think it was true. That's quite a low percentage. Yeah. Um, and 28% of people said they yeah, didn't Yeah, I, I voted for that yep. simply because I, I'm not terribly mad it's happened. Um, I'm not terribly surprised it's happened. And yeah, I was hungry at the time. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? What was the fourth option? What was the fourth option? Uh, there was, well, we had, I'm not surprised. This really sucks. It can't yeah. be true. And food. Would that mean as well that we have to redo our competition that we had for the release date? That's true, actually. That's now void. <laughs> if, That's if this void. comes true. You have to send back your prize. So the funny thing that um, Lauren no- and other people have noticed here is that, okay, A, they spent, I don't even know what, how much money they spent on covered, but oh that was God. to announce the release date, which may or may not now be the release date, which yeah. is kind of embarrassing. But obviously it's still great because they held all the pre-orders and stuff out of it. But the other thing was that when they... Obviously, the announcement got leaked beforehand, so they did a, a slight troll when they did the actual release date. They like did, oh, it's November the 30th. Oh, they did. They did do that, didn't they? And then they rolled <laughs> the clock back. Oh, God, that joke's just backfired on them massively. 
There's there's literally gonna be memes now of Tabitha standing there laughing and so as the clock rolls. Oh, there already is. There's Hashimoto tags as well. The whole laughing like there's just monster monster amount of. Uh, there's ten yeah, years worth of FF15 delay memes. Down. Ten years of it. Meanwhile, meanwhile, Nomura's just being like ha ha ha. Yep, not my problem <laughs> not anymore. Not my problem. Uh, yeah. Oh, All right, so yeah, that's it. That's enough about that. I mean, like by the time this podcast comes out, we'll have figured out whether this is true or not. But mm. hopefully, you enjoy our um, kind of ramblings around everything relating to it, true yes. or not. If if it turns out to be true, then our ramblings are valid. Yes, they're fine. If not, we just just, just kindly yeah, just just ignore what you just enjoy heard. our sass, enjoy yeah. the the sultry sounds of our voices. All right, so now we're going to go on to what was prepared to be our main topic for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops! So this happened. Um, and it's it's a topic that was suggested um, in the community, and it's actually it's it's an interesting one because um, I think we were kind of talking about entry points into the franchise and how certain people come into it at different points, and obviously Jared came into it at very different points to other people, um, and we wanted to discuss how we feel about the fact that in the Square Enix era, sequels have pretty much become commonplace. Like it's now kind of expected that there's going to be sequels or add-on games related to main series Final Fantasy properties. And the spin-off thing has just kind of gone crazy mm. with how many spin-offs there are and there's sequels to spin-offs. And I, I don't know. I mean, the Crystal Chronicles franchise is just one example of... And actually, Tactics is another crazy one because you've got Tactics, then you've got Tactics Advance, which is a spin-off. Then you've got Crystal Guardians, which is a spin-off of Advance. And like it just gets crazy. Um, but yeah, so for this one, not many of you may realise, but there were actually sequels before the Square Enix merger. They're kind of under the radar a bit. One of them, to be fair, was Japanese exclusive. It was it was during the first kind of hike of Square popularity when Final Fantasy VII was coming out. They realised, oh, we should start exploiting this a bit more. <laughs> um, so there was a game called Chocobo's Mysterious Dungeon that came out in 1997. That had a sequel in 1998 called Chocobo's Dungeon. <laughs> but the other one that is, is very related to this is that Final Fantasy V actually had a sequel. Now, the thing that's really ironic about this is that it was released in North America before the game. Mm, what? Hold on. <laughs> Did I hit Final Fantasy V had a sequel? Are, are you for real? It was an anime series called Final Fantasy Legends of the Crystal, um, and it came out in 1994. Uh, I think that's the year after Final Fantasy V came out in Japan. Uh, it came out in 1997 in America. Hmm. I mean, I Randomly. guess I guess you don't really need to have played five to get the story. It's, it's basically like a massive sequel. It takes place 200 years after the game. Uh, it's one of Bart's relatives who's the main character, I believe. Hmm. So yeah, there were sequels beforehand. <laughs> it, it, they didn't just start happening when Square Enix decided to form together and realized they had to try and make some money. <laughs> I'm really interested by this. I loved Five. Peasants, we're, we're doing a Let's Watch. Just a shout out to my channel. We're doing a Let's Watch of this. It's happening. It's happening. I know, because like, nobody's spoken about it at all. No, it's kind of just flies completely under okay, the radar. I'm going to do a blind playthrough. I'm going to a blind watch. See what it's like. They just gave it a random name as well. Although, actually, that was commonplace back then because when Final Fantasy was kind of in, coming into America, they had all these problems with, like, they didn't necessarily get the games in order. Like, what do we do with this? And they marketed the games, like, in just really strange ways. Like, even even if a game wasn't a Final Fantasy game, they would just call it Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, and, like, there's all these other, like, there's two Mystic Quest games for no reason like they're different games like you've got Final Fantasy Mystic Quest in America but there's also another game which I believe is the first game of the Mana franchise which got called Mystic Quest in Europe 
and then like the 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 first mana game is called Final Fantasy Adventure. And then there's another Final Fantasy, which is the first game in the Saga franchise, which they just call Final Fantasy as well. Like they just, they would just call anything Final Fantasy to try and make it sell. Yeah, they have yeah. they have slapped the name on quite liberally. Something's... It was just, and and obviously like with the with the main series games, it was it it was all just to try and target it because they were just like, oh, a new IP is not going to do very well and all this kind of stuff and. Even to the point where, um, have you heard of um, The Secret of Evermore? No. No. So that was a North American, it was, I think it's the only, at that time, it was the only ever North American developed game. It came out in 97, 98. Um, and they wanted to give it a completely fresh name. But mm-hmm. they said, oh, no one's going to buy it because no one's going to know what it is. That classic methodology of no one buys new IPs ever. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of got a bit of a point though, hasn't it? Really? It has, but like then you just end yeah, up with everywhere. Yeah, exactly. So they decided to, instead of calling it the name they wanted to call it, they decided to call it The Secret of Evermore because they were oh, well, people might associate it to Secret of Mana, even though it's not even remotely <laughs> connected to it. <sighs> yeah, but they did that with, I mean, does anyone else feel they did that with Spirits Within, just slapped on Final Fantasy as a title? I know, I know people say that oh, a definitely. lot. Oh, um, mm-hmm. I kind of agree with it. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's some similar themes in but there. It's pretty yeah. loose. But it's if pretty they did loose. just call it the spirits within, then it would have done but even worse. There's a seed, basically. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's on fire oh, as well, yeah. right? To be fair, I think it's probably it's probably a bit closer to how Final Fantasy 15 is now. I'd yeah. say. Evil people trying to destroy the world, spirits yeah. everywhere, and um, there was there was world? no crystals. Yeah. though. Was that was there crystals and spirits within? No, no, there wasn't. Was there? Mm, no. no, there wasn't. Did they power the the big gun or anything? All right, let's not get too much into this because then we'll just get into the Hamlet Lion King thing. And uh... anyway, right. So back to the sequels. <laughs> the other thing is that Final Fantasy Ten Part Two came out very soon after Square Enix had formed, so they were actually mm. already planning that one. Clearly, yeah. Um, so that one can't be blamed on Square Enix, unfortunately. And people try to blame Yuichi Wada for it all, and. Of course, he was in charge of the company during its development before Square Enix formed. So, uh, it's it's a, it's a fair point, but <laughs> yeah. So the sequel thing is basically Yuichi Wada's brainchild, mm. and after Square Enix formed, we had the following: the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, which is quite extensive now. Um, <laughs> I don't think people realise how extensive it actually is. <laughs> uh, are you aware of how extensive uh, it is, Jake? How many how many things do you reckon are in the compilation of Final Fantasy VII? Uh, Five. Five is my number. What are those five? Before Crisis, Crisis Core, Advent Children, Dirge of Cerberus, and... G-Bike? Can I count G-Bike? It is. Te- oh, it technically is part of the compilation, but it's not part of that compilation. Right. Mm. That's okay. a spin-off. There is also Last oh, Order. Yes. Yes. Mm, ah, see, you, you always confuse me when you throw in these animes. <laughs> I never. <laughs> I never. Ca- I don't know why my brain just doesn't count them. But yeah. There is also a sequel to Dirge of Cerberus. Say what? Yep. Lost episode. Called Lost Episode. <laughs> That's the other thing as well. Because well, actually, it, no, wasn't... It, was, it wasn't a sequel. It was an an, an inkquel. That was. I don't an... know what they call them. Like it's inkquel? like Kingsglaive, where it's not a prequel. It's not a sequel. It takes place during. Um. Inception in Gameshin. I, I don't know what they're called, but yeah, Lost Lost Episode takes place during the middle of Dota really? Cerberus. Uh, it was a mobile phone game. Just crazy. So there's quite stuff. a lot in the Final Fantasy VII universe. We're just 
But everybody was always just like, oh, we need a remake. We need a remake. But it's just like you have like 5,000 things right here. Have you read all of those? Have you played all of those? No? Go play them. <laughs> yeah. Go play I, those I first. I would admit, as, as a FF7 fanboy, FF7 has had more than enough love. Um, I'm pleased for the remake. But after the list, let's That's let's go so nine. Much. Let's go eight. Let's go six. Let's give some other games some love. I know. Nine, nine has basically just had nothing. No. It's surprising. Like, it has had one, one. Like, even Final Fantasy VIII had Chocobo World. Come on. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> we all know how great that game was. That was fantastic. Uh, I was, like, so pissed off once I got it. Because I was just like, oh, I haven't had Chocobo World in the game. Because, I mean, it wasn't released in America. They put it in with the PC version, didn't they? Yeah. And um, once we got it on Steam, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I get to learn about Boko the Chocobo. I played it for, like, five minutes. I was just like, I'm done. I'm done with this game. <laughs> Freaking choke from, from what I think I was reading, there was originally planned to be a separate game. Yeah. And then they just transitioned it into being a Final Fantasy. It definitely thing. feels that way. <laughs> Square Enix were just like, uh no, nah, this probably won't sell, so let's just include it with Final Fantasy VIII instead. But yeah, then we've also got Revenant Wings, which was mm. which uh, another one, it's this is really funny. You'll find this hilarious, Jake. It's a sequel, right? Indeed. I played it. But I liked it. The, I it was all right. The, but the director doesn't classify it as a sequel. Why would he not? I don't... I just remember reading it. He was just like, yeah, no, we just don't... F- it's more of like a spiritual successor. And it's like, it's got exactly the same yeah. characters. <laughs> it follows on from the story. It, 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 it sounds like literally a pompous, follows like, on artist. from where Vaughn and Pinello get on the plane. At the end of 12, they are then at the, on the same plane at the start of Revenant Wings. It's literally exactly straight after the events. But... That was, yeah, it's very tenuous. But is that because point. there was that, it's that 12 spiritual cancelled, do you think? That's, is that why it's... There's four, what, you mean Fortress? Yeah, yeah. Maybe... I don't know about maybe that. Maybe that's what he's... Call- maybe they're going to reboot it and they're going to call that the sequel. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Well, they did say if Zodiac Age sells well, then they can consider more uh, Final Fantasy I think it'll games. get rebooted mm. because they, they sort of announced it and everyone on the internet was really positive, said it looked sick, looked like a good idea. So I think that might encourage them to... Um, reboot it mm. to be honest in this day and age i feel like final fantasy 12 might do a lot better than it did before if if the zodiac system is as good as people have been saying it is because i think like a lot of more of us final fantasy fans have been introduced to like the mmo type game system now so yeah and like open world stuff is i think the the notion of what it was before final, its time yeah the notion of what a final fantasy game is has changed over the last decade so it wouldn't surprise me if if Zodiac Age is like really successful, that they'll just go, bruh, and let's do more Final Fantasy 12, yeah! But yeah, so then the other two big ones, well, we had Final Fantasy 4, The After Years, plus The Interlude, which was another game. So there's two, four sequels. And then 13 franchise. Yay! Which is yeah. like the ones where, <laughs> where like, it felt like they'd actually, like, all, the, all the other ones, like the compilation, 10 to Revenant Wings, The After Years, None of them were planned when mm. the original game was made. Yeah. Whereas 13, you kind of feel they were. Yeah. Especially Lightning Returns. Well, that, you, you, you that, say that, that it was kind planned. of strange the way they went into 13 too. It's, I, I love the game, mm. but the way they kind of changed it, sort of went to the next storyline, sort of, oh, this timeline didn't actually happen. It kind of makes me wonder if they had that planned from the start, because I kind of felt if it was planned, there would have been sort of a more open-ended to the end of 13 maybe maybe it was like maybe it wasn't necessarily a plan that the actual people working on the game had envisioned but 
maybe someone higher up was like, you need to make another game. Yeah. <laughs> make another game. Yeah, I mean, they got they got on it pretty quickly. So, yeah, probably was planned, to be honest. But yeah, after running through all of those games, um, given that obviously prior to 10, we excluding the five anime, we had never had a sequel of any kind. Everything was independent, unique. Like The only thing that really kind of carried through was just the battle system, which was obviously developing slightly over time. But the supporting systems like Materia, Junctioning, the Sphere Grid and everything else was completely independent. Do you feel that the sequels, in the way that they've been handled, have been good or bad in support of the games that they've been created around? Um, that was like a 10-minute intro to that topic. Yeah, that was, that was a bit... <laughs> A bit long-winded, but um, I don't know, because like I mean, I felt like a game like Crisis Core. I felt like that suited it really well. It wasn't something that felt like it was a gimmick, and it wasn't something that was just you know for the sake of it. It was actually quite a nice story to revisit and um, to explore more of because we didn't know much about Zach beforehand, and I actually really just enjoyed in enjoyed a lot of what crisis core had to offer with final fantasy 10 2 i mean it was the first one that was sort of created because of the hype from final fantasy 10 from what i could like sort of see i mean granted final fantasy 10 did kind of end on an open note um you had the ending film where it looked as if titus was still alive so you kind of were thinking oh well maybe maybe he is still alive so it was open-ended anyway, but like going into the game, I don't know. It just it just didn't feel like it was necessary. Do you, do you feel um, for Jake? Do you feel that the quality of the sequels has been up on par or better than the games that they've they've been based on? I think one hundred percent with uh, thirteen two. It fixed so many issues that thirteen had, tidied up the combat system. Uh, tidied up a lot of what the people didn't like about the world. Personally, I quite like the linearity, but a lot of people didn't. So I think 13-2, most definitely. I think 10-2, I'd put them on par quality-wise. Um, I kind of I did a video on this. I think the combat system was much tidier um, than 10 for me personally. I thought it was much better. So on that front, I would say overall the quality has gone up. If this whether the stories have, I don't know. But I mean, my position is <laughs> my third favorite game is Ten Two, and my second favorite game of all time is Thirteen Two. So I think you guys know my what my position on this is going to be. <laughs> um, and I can't even put FF Four After Years on par with FF Four, and that's sort of my fifth and sixth favorite Final Fantasy. So yeah, it's pretty clear I, I am a sequel lover. So I'm trying to word. In a way, I don't sound too biased, but um, <laughs> I think uh... I, it's really weird. Like, because I going what you said actually earlier, Jake, about something. Um, if you look at the games that have come out, the original source material is always a lot more serious, like a lot darker. Yeah. Whereas all the sequels, just like if you look at the compilation of Final Fantasy VII, Advent Children, like that is not serious remotely. No, they're just Cerberus. Like they kind of trivialize. Even the, Chris, Crisis yeah, like, Core is not that they, serious. They like all the games that have come out afterwards. They they trivialize the initial story somehow. Like they just kind of camp it up. They make it a bit like um, they tone they yeah. tone it down. I, so I, and I think that's why not they don't like, get 
a good reception. I think in their own rights, they're good mm. games. But sort of when someone plays a sequel, they expect to go into it with the same kind of feel, the same kind of tone as sort of the first game they played. And when that changes, it, it, it doesn't sit well with some people. It does with me. I like the gear shift. But a lot of people don't. I, I understand both sides of it, to be honest. But you're right, they do kind of... Uh, they do seem to always do a gear shift. Yeah. Because, like, Revenant Wings, for example, if you really liked 12, Revenant Wings <laughs> is not like that game at all. No, not, not <laughs> even close. Not even close. That is the weird thing, though, because you'd never see that with, like, an Uncharted game. Like, all right, let's do Uncharted 2 and... Let's just yeah, not make it about Nathan Drake. Because even, just... even the spin-offs like on the Vita and stuff, they're still pretty Let's much the same Let's make it a journalist game. game about focusing on Lena instead and just do it that way. And like, yeah, because could you, I mean, other, other franchises that have prominent sequels like Fallout or like Mass Effect and it, like Assassin's Creed, like you just, it, I mean, it, it, Assassin's Creed, they kind of did it a little bit when they first started up. They had like the DS games where they changed all the visual style and everything, but most of them will just stick to this is the game. Yeah. This is the yeah. formula. Yeah. This is how it works. We're not going to just completely change it. The, the way I see that is, um, I think that's the good thing about Square Enix as well as the bad. Um, because a lot of franchises are more than willing and happy to just repeat the same formula over and over. And Square Enix, they... <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but Square Enix, they don't. They always mix it up. They always try to... I think that they kind of feel they need to do it. They kind of need to be bold and adventurous. They need to not do the same thing. Uh, I kind of covered this on my channel. So one of the quotes Sakaguchi said and the team have said that is stuck is there's no point in doing the same thing twice. And they've actually said that's kind of a ethos around the company, with well, with Final Fantasy in particular. I, I kind of think that's the good thing about them is that they've mm. sort of gone with that. Don't just stick to the original formula. So many companies are happy to. I guess the yeah, difference definitely. is that they'll struggle though because say like a Mass Effect where you, uh, you know that when they initially came up with the concept of Mass Effect, they had a big story planned and like they probably already were thinking about parts two and three because they were assuming that it was going to do well. So then when it comes to the story, they already have it pre-written. Yeah. Like they, it, it's not like when two comes out, there's not going to be a massive shift in like tone or direction or anything like that because it's it's gonna. It's already been planned out. Like obviously they haven't got the individual dialogue lines and everything sorted, but they know roughly the direction it's gonna go. Whereas I guess with with these games, it's generally different people that are directing the spin-offs or the sequels than the original. Like they're, they're often very different teams that are working mm. on them. Mm. I mean, especially like I mean, Ten Two and the, the Lightning franchise, they were similar, but like I, I very much doubt that. Um, the compilation of Final Fantasy VII guys, the, the people that were working on Advent Children were not going to be the people that worked on Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Like, there would have been some crossover, of course. Yeah. But, like, the Dirgis Cerberus team is not going to be the guys because they were probably working on, like, 13. And, like, and Crisis Core was Tabitha's team, wasn't it? So, yeah. like, we know that there wasn't a Final Fantasy VII team. Yeah, Nomura was working on, um, like, Kim Hearts at that time wasn't so like he? there's a lot that has to kind of that be passed through to make sure that it's it's going to work and be consistent. But I mean, yeah. that's, this is what's going to happen with the remake. It's um, you know, if any other franchise was to do a remake of sort of an original beloved game, they would do it sort of scene by scene exactly the same. But we're already seeing with the remake, they've switched the combat system. They said they want to change bits of the story, excite people, surprise even the old fans. I kind of think. 
there's only a few handfuls of company in the world that would be daring enough to do that. There's a game that says love this FF7. Square Enix are one of them. Um, I commend them for it. I commend them. I personally don't want to just play a rehash of the original. So I, I, I like Square Enix that they've always been bold and daring. Yeah, agreed. I think I hope it's something they stick with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was one of the things that, because when Final Fantasy thirteen came out, it got quite a lot of heat because, oh, there's no towns and like this, it's linear and all this kind of crap. It's, it's not, quote unquote, a classic Final Fantasy game. It's like, well, what is a classic Final Fantasy game? Uh, yeah, the, the age old question. What is a Final it's Fantasy? An, <laughs> that statement is itself is an oxymoron. Yeah. It's comparative to the first Final Fantasy game that you've played, I think. I think it's always it. It's just like... Well, like, you know, there's no towns. Well, that's consistent with the narrative. They're wanted fugitives by the entire cocoon. Exactly. So, if anything... Oh, can I just go and buy some stuff from this shop? Well, no, you can't. If anything, <laughs> it's what, like, Final Fantasy X was kind of like that as well, especially with the international yeah. version, because you couldn't go back to the towns because you, like, some of them were um, held up by the Dark Aeons. I mean, it's no different. No, it's people just kind of turned a blind eye. And because, that was, like, Because they were shops, Lauren. Like, that's the thing as well, because Final Fantasy thirteen is just a more amped up version of Final Fantasy X, really, and ten is beloved. Like, ten was so linear. But yeah, I, I, I did a video of putting those two side by side. When you look at sort of even down to the size of the corridors to out to when you, know, you open up on Cocoon to when you open up on the um, Eternal Planes, it, uh, this, the, yeah. it just is so similar from start to finish. Which is why Square Enix probably was just like, what? People loved 10. Why are they hating us again? What's yeah, going on? Yeah, they had 12 in between. It's true, they did. The thing is, they, they tried to make them fugitives just like 10 times a thousand so you could you, you couldn't even yeah. stop off at hope's dad's house for 10 minutes without psychom yeah. yeah, showing up you true. couldn't even stop off to pet chocobos in um, nautilus without psychom showing up uh, i kind of think if they did all of that and then you just randomly stop off click a guy with a question mark above his head and it's farmer ted and he wants you to kill some uh, rats that are killing his crops it kind of would it would break that it would break that immersion in 10, they kind of got around it by having a wacker just kind of appear, didn't they? <laughs> a wacker. Yeah. A wacker the third. Was it the 100 and A wacker the 23rd. Third. I was going to say 103rd. Bloody hell. I'm 80 <laughs> wackers ahead. Because, yeah, like, I mean, most of your stuff, you had a wacker, you could buy stuff from Rin at his travel agencies. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, your airship You always had a friend. People. You always had some somebody who was supporting you. And then his brother went... Was it once? But the, I mean, the town yeah. just wasn't as desperate with ten. I mean, you were, you were heading to Zanakun, and you they kind of were just going at a gentle yeah. pace. You know, they were just making their way there. The, the old pilgrimage. We do this every year. You know, just it was it was far more relaxed. <laughs> we all just kill ourselves. <laughs> yeah. You know, la 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 la. Let's I, just go. I, I, I tried to kill myself last year, but another summoner killed himself before me, so I'm going to try again this year. <laughs> Hopefully, I'll be lucky. That's really quite morbid. <laughs> It's so it yes, it's true. Because even after, like you know, via Purifico, like they're wanted fugitives. They've been thrown into like a prison to die. Yeah, they escape, and everyone's just like, ah, oh, yeah, oh, it's fine. We'll just banish you from a couple of places, but like no one tries to hunt them <laughs> down or anything. Oh, we'll just wait until Yuna fixes her hair. She's good now. All right, it's the same go. as twelve. You, you break just out of go. a prison, easy peasy, and just no one seems to care. Just oh well, they yeah. got out. They, uh, they earned their that freedom. Easy mode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just let them get. We'll just let them enjoy it. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's like Bash has been kept in there for years. 
and then he just escapes and everyone doesn't yeah doesn't really seem to I'm, care I'm that pretty much. sure he even leads them out of there which was it oh no it was it was Austin Powers oh we're just going to we're just going to let them just escape behind the door why don't we just shoot them now why don't we just shoot them now no no we'll just give them some time they could you know get it all together and yeah, we'll re- reconvene. Yeah, so on the whole, we're saying that if you want the same experience as the original, the sequels probably aren't the best option. No. But on the whole, they generally add something. Go at it, go at it with an open mind. Go at it with a mind that you're going to play something different and a different experience. That's all I'd say. I think if you enjoy the world, then it's fine. Because yeah. I can look at Final Fantasy VII. I really like Final Fantasy VII. Like, the Final Fantasy VII story is dark, horrible. It's... Like really, like if, when you actually get down to everything that's going on, that that game is messed oh, up. Oh yeah, mm. yeah. But then like Advent Children, you, it doesn't really have that. But there's like stuff around it, like you get a bit more exposition, mm. like Crisis Core. There's more, like there's dark stuff in there, but it's a lot more happy because Zach's so cheerful. Yeah. And then like Dirge of Cerberus as well. It's I like the story of Dirge of Cerberus. I like the characters they added. I liked how they expanded the universe. And as you can say the same with Ten Two and like the the thirteen games as well. Like they. Expand like Caius is a great addition. Yeah, uh, he's a great character. Yeah, Personally, he is. best villain of all time. Just saying. Just saying. Oh, I love Caius <laughs> so much. Just saying. Just, just saying. But like, they, there's, there's good stuff in all of them. Like, okay, so not all of the elements are what people are expecting, and Ten Two has its detractors, as we went through last episode. <laughs> but I think, yeah, if there's stuff to enjoy in all of the sequels, it's just that maybe they're not what you're expecting i think it kind of, it mm. comes down to your personal sort of priorities because i think everyone has their order you know what's first second or third for you is it music is it combat or is it story kind of thing and uh, depending on which order you have it in the, every five fans is going to change something so if you if it's story you're probably not gonna like tend to because it does change it massively but if combat's your priority then you'll probably love tend to because it's combat was you can't really hate Ten Two's combat and love Tens. I can't really see how anyone could do that. So I guess it's just down to your personal priorities, really. Yeah, definitely. All right then. I think that's kind of wrapped that one up. Wait. Time to move on to our questions. Yeah, questions. So the first question is from Samantha Beagle, and she wants to know: Do you feel your perceptions of Final Fantasy games would change if you started at a different point in the franchise? For example, if you'd started at Final Fantasy Nine instead of Four. We discussed this kind of, didn't we? Yeah, we did yeah. a bit. So I'm gonna say it does. I think I think oh, it massively 100%, does. Yeah, hundred percent. Without yeah. a doubt. Like, ima- imagine if you came into a twelve and then you went back to four. Then yeah. It was like th- these games aren't even recognizable. Yeah. Like or even like went back to seven. Like seven is seven and twelve are just completely different. But yeah. So, so yeah, I think I think it massively changes your perception yeah. of games. Definitely. You that doesn't, that doesn't mean that if you start later, you can't enjoy the original ones. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely not. I started with eight. I played the older ones. I mean, granted, like some of them I, I found quite hard to get through. Final Fantasy One was just very boring um, for me personally, just because. But yeah, no, I think it definitely it definitely does affect how you feel a Final Fantasy game should be. I, I kind of th- I kind of don't think, because um, I, I see you guys, you do a lot on your channel, is is the first Final Fantasy you ever played, does it happen to be your favourite one? I think it's, was it like 90% of the time it just happens to be the person's favourite one? It's, oh, I think yeah. so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that, that answers the question right there, I think. I think that answers the question right there. Yeah. Because I don't think other franchises really have that. Because mm. as we were saying, like a lot of the... 
games are very similar in how they how they play through. Yeah. Like yeah, you could play Uncharted too, and then play well, pick like, up you know, Uncharted uh, and feel at home. I mean, there's the the hashtag that's going right now in terms of like seven your seven favorite games, and mm. a lot of people are saying sequels. Mm. So like clearly they didn't play the sequel first. Yeah. Well, most people wouldn't have played the sequel first. Like I didn't play Mass Effect two before I played Mass Effect one. I didn't play Sonic two before I played Sonic one. Yeah. Like, but I prefer. Sonic 2 to Sonic 1. You say mm. that. I mean, there are certain franchises where people do that. I know so many people who are saying uh, Witcher 3 is their favourite game, but and they've played Witcher 2, but they've never played Witcher 1. So uh, it's, it's weird with some franchises. I know um, some people haven't played if the first ones, even as a continuation of the story. I don't know too many people who, especially with the later ones, that say started in the PlayStation era, has suddenly changed and said, Final Fantasy 13 is my favourite game now. Mm. maybe maybe 15 will kind of be that i, I guess that's what they're mm. hoping isn't it like it's gonna change it'll people's be the game changer it's gonna be that this is gonna be the new well, favorite well, for me seven mm. was always my favorite um but now if i say what was my favorite i'd say seven only is only favorite for nostalgia but i'd actually say type zero and you you guys know how new that is so i'd say i definitely yeah. have changed yeah massively. no type zero is quite good so hopefully that answers your question samantha and the next question, Lauren, do you want to take this one? Yeah, sure. This question is from Chris Sutherland, who asks, Should I buy Final Fantasy III on the PS Vita? I never played it. Um, the only Final Fantasy I've never played. Um, I actually only just recently played Final Fantasy III, and um, I'm not sure. I think the one on the Vita is going to be the redone version, isn't it? I'd say It'll be a port of the DS version. I'd say give it a go. I played it on the PC and my game broke right when I got to Crystal Tower and I'm still sort of wreathing, like writhing in anger about Seething. that. Seething about that. Um, flames, flames on the side of my face. And so I'd say go with the PS Vita version because I don't know if that will have the same issue. I was going to say I was hoping there was going to be a resounding yes from all of I, I get stick from my um, subscribers every day that I've not played Final Fantasy 3 yet. <laughs> oh, really? I haven't played it yet, no. I'm getting around to it, but I probably won't fall. It's just that one, like, in, in all the polls where people ask their favourite game, three just get, it's just not, because it didn't get released. Yeah, it's true. So and, people just, but then it gets released on, re-released on everything. Yeah. So it's not, it's available now. Everyone, yeah, everyone's everywhere. Like, if, uh... if, if the PS Vita is the only one you can get it on, definitely get it. Yeah. Like, if it's the I only one so. you haven't played, why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you yeah. waiting for? Get it. Yeah. It's not a bad game. No, it's not. I like the characters. I like Refia. Um, it's it's like a it's like a super enhanced version of Final Fantasy One. Yeah, it's a better it's a better version because it's like the first one that had like sort of actual characters. No, it's you not. Could care about. That well, was Final too... Fantasy Two, yeah, but I didn't really care about Final Fantasy Two. Origin- Final Fantasy Three is. Hey, better. look! Originally, Final Fantasy Three did not have characters. They put it's those true. in. It's true. Well, I fell for it. Okay, and I I like the sparkles and I like the characters. So, bleh. yeah, that's that's my thing. So, yeah, we, we say yes. Do it. Do, do, it. do it now. All right. Do it. Do it. <laughs> so that pretty much rounds out the episode. Yay. Yay. That went so quickly. I made it through an entire episode without swearing. Oh, oh the relief. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> <laughs> Holy beat. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, our music this episode is actually, um, it's really old. It's really old now. Uh, it's a remake of Final Fantasy IX's You're Not Alone. And this is one for, yeah, those people that used to listen to a video game arrangement music. I think it's 14 years ago this came out. Jeez. Um, it's an arrangement by Dale North and Eel Sean. And it was on the Project Majestic Mix Gold album. 
Yes. Mm. I wonder how many people are listening even know what Project Majestic Mix is. <laughs> I do not know. Mm, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I wanted to uh, I've heard of it, but I don't think I have. Everyone should go look it up. It was... Um, they it's like Project Majestic Mix, the One Ups. They were like prominent arrangement groups back in the early two thousands. Mm. I love my first music. I'll check mm. them out. So yeah, the next Final Fantasy Union is scheduled to come out on the thirtieth of August, and hopefully we'll have some kind of clarification of what's going on with the release date at that point. Uh, it may be one month before Final Fantasy fifteen comes out. It may be oh, three months. Oh. Mm. We <laughs> 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 we shall see. Uh, but yeah, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. If you just search for Final Fantasy, we do come up as the number one show. Yay! To make sure that you find out the conclusion to this episode. <laughs> and of course, make sure to check out FinalFantasyNew.com where you can probably much quicker find out what's happening with the Final Fantasy 15 release date. But you won't hear our lovely tones discussing it. No. 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 And if you want to support us, please head over to patreon.com forward slash FFKHUnion. And if you want to check out Jake's channel, head over to YouTube and type in Final Fantasy Peasant and join the, the peasants. peasants. Yes. <laughs> if you're middle class or upper class, don't bother. Only low working class people. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, time for you guys to say goodbye. Bye. Stay calm, guys. Don't worry if it's delayed, stay calm. Yes, grab yeah. that paper bag. <laughs> Alright, this is Dara saying goodbye. This has been a Final Fantasy Union.com production.